0: Da, 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 da. You sound insane. Do you like that? Oh,
1: yeah.
0: The whole world got crazy.
1: It's showtime. Hello, America. Hello, everybody. Hello, man, fans, Hello, VIPs. Hello, everybody joining us around
0: the world this evening. Also, hello, Estonia. Not just America. Mm. America and yeah. Estonia. Those are two big countries. Special shout out to Estonia this evening.
1: We are cornering the market in Estonia. It's the one market we haven't just emphasized, <laughs> according to our numbers. So, hello, Estonia. Hello, everybody. Uh, to this episode, this evening, this conversation on the Mad About Movies podcast for this week. I am Kent, joined by Brian and Richard. The three hello. of us here this evening to discuss Doug Liman's American Made or
2: Tom Cruise's mm. Cruise, American Maid. Right. Yeah. Um, he's not taking second billing to anybody, Kent. Come on. I'm a, this is the second second Cruise
1: related conversation we've had in just the, the past few months. So
2: I prefer this one.
1: Yeah, I prefer <laughs> I prefer this one. Um we can talk the fallout from the last one too and what this one kind of does to that. And Cruz's career is just it's it's fascinating. Mm, in in all sense of the word, it's fascinating <laughs> and it's gonna be fun to talk about that again. Tonight, uh, but we got some movie news. Uh, we got some fun weekly recommends to talk. I am excited about my weekly recommend. I actually um, wanted to text you guys about it, but I was like, nope, save it for the, uh, save it for the show. Nice. I'm excited about that. And, uh, of course, all the American-made conversation that you can handle. But a um, couple shout-outs to give, a couple of house-cleaning notes to take care of. Um, Brian is our resident maid on the show mm. and uh, yes. secretary. Very okay. clean. Yeah. And he's the most organized and keeps us in mm-hmm. line. So, Brian, what yeah. what, what's, what kind of shout-outs have we got this evening? Are these uh, are these members of the
2: uh, I? <laughs> Some of them are members of the I. Some of them are uh, members in training or junior members, uh, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but still – we're very grateful, obviously. If you, if you, if you, if this is your first time tuning into Madam Movies podcast, first of all, we apologize, and second of all, we have uh, a <laughs> apologize in advance of- I- yeah, we just- <laughs> <How> are yeah. Let <laughs> you know uh, you've made a horrible. I'm decision, Richard, but uh, <laughs> I'm the fun
0: one. <laughs>
2: uh, we have a, a fun little VIP club over at Patreon that you can sign up for for as little as a dollar a week, and you get access to cool throwbacks and. Fun conversations with us and swag of some sort and uh, all kinds of, of good things. So we're we're slowly but surely making our way through uh, the shout outs for everybody who is who's joined that lovely VIP club so far. Uh, so I've got I've got a, a dozen or so names here for ya, if you guys are if you're yeah, ready. Yeah. Shout, shout out here. music. Hold on. Okay. Okay, here we go. <sighs> okay. Uh, Hamza Bag. Uh-huh. Sorry, that yeah. I definitely ruined that one, but that it. Thank you. Wow. We appreciate it. I'm a fan. Uh, yeah, I sure. know it's fine. Just you you're know, gonna as long as you Yeah. Just paying. in advance, Brian's gonna ruin everybody's name. Yeah, that's a straight If you have, I'll just little inside baseball here. Since I'm the one who does these shout-outs most of the time, if you have an interesting name or a name that is not um, super super american because so i'm just that little pronunciation guide yeah uh yeah well you know your shout out's probably going to come later <laughs> in the show cuz i just skip over it as i move down the list it's not that i don't appreciate you it's just that i don't want to embarrass myself and you just possibly with my terrible pronunciations of things so uh there we go michael castro amy green daniel gunther David Jones, yeah. Patty Lee. Patty Lee is is a throwback. She's been she's been one of our VIPs for long before since we had a VIP club. Original VIP, VIP, if you will. The OG. Yep. Uh, Griffin McCall, Eric Palock, Travis Ruiz. Patrick Sorensen, who is, I think is in like Denmark or Sweden or something like that. So shout out to you over there, Patrick. Not quite Estonia, but close, uh, closer than us anyway. Sierra Moon and Nathan Richards. Thank you guys so much for your lovely contributions. Yes, that's a good one. Big fan. So. Thank you so much. If you would, uh, if you'd like to join our BB, VIP club, again you can check out our did website. Did
0: you say BB Club? Yep, because that's mm-hmm. big. That's our big baller brand mm-hmm. club, which yeah, is that separate. Cost costs a lot. I more think we should change VIP more. to Big Ballers and brand it with Levar Ball because
1: that guy probably gets sued like tomorrow if we did that. Knowing the, yeah, he, the yeah, balls. he doesn't have
2: enough money for the legislation, so that's fine. It's no big deal. Uh, a- he would never be able to, <laughs> to pay the lawyers. Yeah, so anyway, if you are interested in joining that VIP club, head over to our website, madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Click the Patreon link and sign up at the amount of your choosing and get all kinds of fun stuff, including a, a shout-out on the show and a handwritten note from us and other good stuff like that. So check that Man, out. Man, we
1: got a fun conversation coming up on that feed on LA Confidential. We're talking Unforgiven. Mm on that feed in the next couple of days and weeks. And uh, it's good. It's a good time. It's a, it's a party 24 Mm seven in the VIP club. So we hope you can join us there. Um, But we got some movie news to discuss um, before we move on uh, with the show. A couple of small notes. Uh, First of all, it is still doing very well at the box office (laughs) and uh, narrowly beat out the movie of the week tonight. Um, American Made this past weekend uh, for second place, I believe, That's in crazy. the uh, in the box office, and it's been out uh, around a month now, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is still going strong. It, the Halloween season is cranking up here, and people are looking for scary movies, and it is still doing very well. And uh, The Kingsman, the, the Golden Circle, The Statesman, whatever whatever they're calling it nowadays is. Um, <laughs> Still holding strong at uh, number one, but not a particularly big weekend at yeah. the box
2: office. And, flatliners uh, didn't do flatliners. Work. It's weird, man. Would have never that, expected that
1: that. that. that was so DOA. Um, Gosh. And, I mean, seeing the trailer especially, and you—it just the story writes itself when it's you know it, it, it's flatliners, flatlines at the box office. <laughs> right. You can just see yeah, those headlines kind of asking for it. as they're coming up with the movie, guys. I don't think this is going to be a good idea. I can mm-hmm. I can see yeah. it now and it wasn't uh a zero percent rating for that one i believe among the critics so not it good.
2: got up it got a positive oh, wow it ruined wow. it
1: so it's at somebody they, they paid 10%. off somebody uh, yeah in the, somebody, uh, in, the, somebody uh, in the end somebody
2: took that flight yeah yeah it looks so, like vicky vicky, <laughs> vicky roach of the daily telegraph in australia said, <laughs>
0: she's solid though yeah, great work great Shout writer out to vicky yeah
2: like its predecessor, the new version also nails the horror elements. Mm-hmm. Vicky, I've seen the original Flatliners, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you on both of those counts.
0: Nails so, a horror it's, element, it's tough. so mm. the only thing it nails yeah. in addition to the to the original is that they both have Kiefer. Mm. That's that would help probably. Hey, speaking two yeah. percent <laughs> is unreal. Two percent and. It. That's rare. You either see the 0% or like the 16, 17%. The 2% mm. is super rare. Yeah. But good for Ellen Page. Her career is going well. And Diego Luna, or as mm. I like to call him, N- Senor, uh Charisma. <laughs> it's Richard's arch nemesis. I love it. I hate Diego Luna. He has, <laughs> he's. We have so many great, incredible Hispanic actors that are beautiful and that give you all the charisma and chops and everything you'd want. Why are we wasting our time with Diego Luna? It's pointless to me. It drives me <laughs> insane. I just love that
2: your two main nemesis in the acting Nem- world nemesai. Nemesai nemesai. Are, are Diego Luna and Chris Kattan. Just, It's <laughs> such a great thing to
0: me. Well, Diego, I mean, Chris Catan, that's low-hanging fruit. He's terrible. <laughs> But Diego Luna sucks, and we all pretend like he's good. And I don't get that. Like everyone knows Chris Catan sucks. I mean, Diego he, Luna is he's been
1: is the Tom Cruise of Mexico. So you're you're, you're <laughs> okay, offending I, the entire Mexican population by saying this. I don't. Even, is he
0: Mexican? To be honest, I don't even know. I think I don't
1: so. Even know he's like he's the biggest deal of all time. And for them to
0: you're right to have, him, to
1: have him in Star Wars was like the the biggest deal of all time for.
0: I guarantee you, and I I am all for like I rock for not whitewashing these movies and having cool Hispanic and you know African American and whatever you want actors in American movies as leading roles because we do have a huge they're you know Hispanic people and African American people are a huge part of our society and it's weird that every movie is all white dudes I'm all for that we can definitely do better than Diego Luna in that regard. Yeah, There have to be, I could, I might fly to Mexico City tonight. It's a beautiful, big island, interior island of a city. I'll walk down the hill a little bit. I'll grab like six dudes. And I guarantee you four of those six dudes are better. Have more natural charisma than Diego Luna. He's terrible.
1: Yeah. I He did not add much to Star Wars. That's for sure.
0: But seriously though, like "Eat Mamba Mien, "Dirty Dancing," "Havana Lights." That's the Havana superior. This is the rather. superior "Dirty Dancing." I've said
1: that before. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that's the <laughs> Havana right Nights, for. of course. He is in the upcoming Woody Allen movie, so that's good.
1: Yeah. I guess he just got cast in something else too recently that I uh, saw. That was a big project, but. Anyway, here's just, an actual
0: idea. I'm serious about this. So you know, Woody Allen makes a movie every year. Scarface, by
1: the way, is the thing. Yeah, that's saying. what it was. Yeah. Oh, yep. that's
0: right. Yeah. So, Can't but wait. Woody, Woody Allen makes a movie every year, and he never releases the title until like two months before it's out. Actual idea. Let's make a movie and let's name it Untitled Woody Allen Project as its final title and just see how much money we can raise. <laughs> I am 100% down for that. <laughs> just you know, so like many like confused just, people
2: leaving the theater. Like, I don't
0: really it'll just know be us, like, was. hanging <laughs> out. Like, maybe we'll have a beer or like we'll watch a game. Like, the stuff we normally do, we'll just documentary it. The movie, the yeah, title, the movie could be about the fact that Woody Allen doesn't name his movies until two weeks out. But the the fact is, is that he, yeah, he. there's no way he's copywritten untitled woody allen project there's no way that that is maybe but we have to find out and we'll just make a movie and we'll call it untitled woody allen project and it'll just be us three sitting around the sofa talking about how he does not name his movies until two months before they come out and i think we could make 750 grand yeah the the bar is pretty
2: low for what we need to attain you know it's (laughs) it's like (laughs) yeah
1: well uh, my that my whole point being it the movie it just crossed five hundred million dollars worldwide wow. and wow. became Good the uh, awesome. if highest. If only
2: had Diego Luna in it. <laughs> if only Brian uh, had a seen it. a hundred million more. I know. <laughs> Didn't get that eight dollars. The highest grossing
1: uh, horror movie of all time. Crazy uh, at this point, Brian. And you still have not seen it,
2: and never will. Nope. Still, I think I'll see no, it when it's it. available for me to watch during the daytime in my own house with with the lights on distractions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like staring at my phone a lot and stuff. Yeah. I really like the Spielberg side of it. Like it's it super interests me, but also dislike the clown part. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's mainly well, – that's a lot of it. So <laughs> I can understand that. So, yeah, can I get a super cut that has none of the clown in the movie? Is that possible? I don't – So this is
1: domestic only. The top ten horror movies, R-rated horror movies um, of all time – Rounding out the top 10, The Conjuring 2, oh, $102 million for The Conjuring 2 uh, domestically. At Scream, the original Scream at number mm-hmm. nine. Paranormal Activity 3 at number eight. Uh, That's depressing. Remember Interview with the Vampire at number That's seven? That's a horror
2: movie? That's weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess it's uh, horror drama if you want to. It's mm-hmm. definitely not scary, but I guess it qualifies. Um, paranormal, the original Paranormal Activity at number six, the original Conjuring at number five. So we have two Conjuring's and two Paranormal Activities so far in the top ten. We're not going to <laughs> con- not gonna be able to explain
0: a tree. We're not going to be able to explain those. Strong. The Conjuring, too, yeah, I, yeah, totally. I, I'm not sure I, about
1: all the the prequels that they're doing there. Yeah, and
2: stuff. I definitely can't watch those movies, but we're we're not going to be able to explain paranormal activities to our, to our children. Like it's not going to stand up. Well, I don't
0: think here's one like, that we might not be able somewhere? to
2: explain. Number four Add it to the
0: list, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: Um, the Blair witch project. That's uh, number yeah. four, $140 million that made. Uh, and then we go to number three, which is another movie from 2017. Get out at 175 million mm. made. And then the top two, the Exorcist and It, the new It. Is wow, number it's
2: crazy one. that The Exorcist has made that much money, given how long you know how long ago yep. it came out. Yeah, nineteen seventy-three when impressive. it uh, debuted. I wonder what that looks like adjusted for inflation. That's a lot.
1: I, I, there's not a toggle for that on here, but uh, that's pretty. There are other categories of horror, of course, that you could break this down into, but that was just R-rated horror movies. So, congratulations to It. And I'm sure it'll make another hundred or two hundred million before it's all said and done uh through Halloween and everything so really cool uh some other movie news notes rumblings uh we have a release date for f nine
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh yeah, that is two thousand twenty uh that 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 will be coming out in got away nine got wait the did next nine guys- is- of the furious
0: did you guys see <laughs> did you guys see the tweet for the um fast 10 title. Yeah. It fast wasn't me. So I won't own yeah. it. Yeah. That. Fast yeah, 10, that. your feet seatbelts. That's gotta be it.
2: Yeah. I, I really am hoping for that big time. Yeah. I had a friend, a Everyone's kid fired send it. That me that happen. like a, a, like a junior or senior in high school. One of my, one of the kids that I worked with at my real job text me. was like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be fast. ten. I was like, you, oh,
0: that's scene, right. It was, that's where I'm I saw just, it. It was
2: your buddy. I'm just, yeah. uh, you know, I feel like I, I've never felt like I've, changed lives more
0: in that moment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fast 10, seat belts would be just gorgeous. <laughs>
1: no, it's got to be fast. And it's and in furious. space. Fast and Furious X with a, with
0: a, <laughs> a X maybe they'll ten. just, or, that's or, what they're going to do. Or they'll pull it, or they'll pull an, they'll pull an apple and they'll call it Fast and Furious X for like six months behind the scenes. And then when they release the trailer, it'll be a Fast and Furious 10. <laughs> you like well, then what that's why that's, put an x there we all thought it was an x <laughs> you know the old apple move
1: yeah the uh the iphone x or os x
0: well yeah oh, so I, it was got, it was supposed 10. to be
1: 2019 but that has been pushed back i believe to 2020 so that's why that's a news note mm. there um side note here sorry guys especially you richard sex in the city 3 is not happening officially <sighs> So you can
2: <sighs> stop writing it's in the letters. Day. It's just a It's dead. Just stop. or just increase let your letter writing campaign. Let it Maybe go. you need oh, to yeah. write twice a day instead of
0: just. So once. what about Entourage Two though? Yeah. Ask Mark Cuban. Okay, hold on, hold on. Then what about Arless One? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: about Burn Notice the movie? Can we? Uh...
0: <laughs> I'm just going pure. Now you're HBO. talking Arless One. <laughs> We haven't gotten wow. a full Arliss film, and I think it's time. I think it's time. You know, with this agent situation with the NCAA, I think it's time for a very satirical Robert Wool Arliss film.
1: <laughs> wow, that makes me laugh just thinking about the concept. Um,
0: Have Ice Guys sent you a picture of Robert Wool and how he is um, 50-year-old Stephen Blum? No. Yes, Producer Stephen. Uh, it's on. Hold on, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up on your iMessage feed. Sorry, listeners. You don't know what this reference is. Speaking of producer Steven, let... uh,
1: congratulations, OJ. <laughs> we need to do a follow-up OJ uh, podcast with producer Steven uh, on on all the OJ events that have occurred. I texted
0: him, and he said, <laughs> literally, I don't think I said you guys this. I said, congratulations, big day for you. OJ is free. And he goes, finally, I can stand for the anthem. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Jeez. that is bad. Producer Jeez. Steven is not our producer anymore.
1: <laughs> Sorry, America.
0: I mean, it was very on brand for Steven, I yeah. thought.
1: Maybe VIP, oh. the VIPs will get the OJ uh, recap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's not, it's not happening. No Sex in the City 3, I didn't even know why that was going to be a Ugh. possibility, I guess because money. So that's uh, that's the end of that. Well, and Sex and
0: well, the City too. they went to the Middle East. So it's mm, kind of like they ma- it, it's what more really, yeah. They they cured the Middle East yeah. and then I'm thinking until we can until Elon Musk gets this Mars thing figured out, why even bother? Mm, that's, true. that's true.
2: And also, how are you going to get Kim Cattrall You know, I mean that's a really <laughs> really yeah. tough book at this point. What's the redhead's name?
1: No, Miranda. Cool. Miranda on the show. I don't know her real name. Sorry. Uh
0: yeah, I don't remember. Cynthia actually, something? Yeah, Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia, there it is. I'm That's not right. kidding. I think she's... I'm not kidding. This sounds like a bit... I'm not joking. <laughs> Last I heard about her, I'm serious, I think she's running for, like, Senator or Congressperson from New York. Wow, well, congrats. going to have to look that up. <laughs> anyway. Things are going. Donate, donate to the old campaign. <laughs> so it's, I'm only, I only donated to... Um, Oh, gosh. Shoot. This would have been a great joke. (laughs) If you can Um, remember the name. Who's the the little... Oh, I'm only donating to Mario Cantone's campaign, so I can't donate to hers. (laughs) I don't know who that is. Yeah, just that. He's the little Italian comedian. Radio He's funny. Silence. He does a great, oh, okay. he does a incredible <laughs> right. Liza Minnelli impression. He really does. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it he was been on good. Sex and the C- He was a yeah. bit player on Sex and the City. So, nice.
2: oh, uh, nice. Okay, I remember you talking about Cynthia Nixon urged to run for New York mayor, New York governor. Mayor. Excuse me.
1: M- governor. governor. Okay. There wow. Man. Okay. go. Wow. So the White House. kick it up a notch.
2: Yeah. We get,
1: yep. that's what sex in the city three can be is they're taking over Washington, baby.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, that'd be good. <laughs> sex in the Georgetown. Right. Sex in the White House too. <laughs> um, okay. So it's been a fun week for us. President big. We actually have gotten to hang out a couple times as Matt yeah. About Movies yeah. people. We did a little periscope on our at Matt About Movies on Twitter, if you're following us there. Uh, did a little Periscope together. That was fun times, and uh, it's always good to hang out with you guys. We we went to a concert and two. Con- well, Ken, I went to two. The three of us went to one. Yeah, and it's it's just always good to see you guys in person and to 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 join together because a lot <laughs> of people don't know because we we do this show in separate locations most nights. Mm-hmm. We record separately and then we'll through the magic of technology uh, edit it and, in a way that makes it sound as if we were together. Um, thank sometimes you, we can be, yeah. Thank you to LiveJournal.com for the sponsorship. <laughs> and
0: a lot of people don't know what they're up to these days. Well, that's yeah. what they're up to is the technology for us to record.
2: think it, Humor will never not be funny to me. I don't know. It just always hits me right in the, right in the right spot. There is, uh, something awesome about
1: us being still being able to do the show, but have our, daily lives happen and have families and do that whole thing which Mm -hmm. this allows us to do being able to record separately so when we do get to hang out um it's a good time and you guys got to see arcade fire for the first time you all have never seen them uh i'd seen them before and we'd all been fans before and if you never heard of them they're like a canadian rock band that uh, they mm-hmm. won a couple of Grammys a couple of years ago, had a pretty good run, and uh, are still doing pretty well. They they're, played at played at the Mavs the one Stars not, Arena here lo- locally, an arena show, so it was a pretty big, pretty big show. But
0: I know when you hear Canadian rock band, you're thinking live. It's yeah. not live. It's not Nickelback. Uh, uh, it's not some forty one. Sorry, it's not Rush. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there, I've seen Rush live. By the way, a little tidbit for you guys. Nice. Nice. am little Getty, little Neil Pert action. <laughs> Neil Pert, Getty Lee, the whole crew, and we. put, I was in high school and we played a game. My buddy and I count the women, and there were two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <Mexico> Warriors, <laughs> like, goodness, not, that is not even a joke. That is a game we played, <laughs> and it was at uh, Starplex, and we played count women, oh. and the, we saw two. Slapping a to bunch base. of bros. Slapping Slap the bass. Base. Um, yeah, no, Arcade Fire was fantastic. That was a great arena show. I wish Dallas uh, was a good venue. Mm-hmm. for Not
2: a dumpster fire, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth is not the best uh, place for cool bands to come, and uh, the turnout was not ideal, nor the atmosphere, but the that did not... I, I mean all that as a compliment to Arcade Fire because it didn't hinder their show at all. They yeah, put on an epic show. Yeah. And Brian Kent... Uh, myself and the woman to whom I'm related to by marriage enjoyed the show immensely. Yes. We it was we, great. we danced down. We had a great night. It was a blast. That might be one of my the
2: maybe not that I go to anywhere near as many shows as you guys do, but that that might be like a top 10, maybe even higher show. Yeah. That was just Their, that for, was the last
1: time I saw them was a top 10 at mm. at the time. I might have to replace this time with that time but they'll definitely be in my top 10 as far as just a live experience, not necessarily like a a band or an album or anything like that. But if I'm ranking the concerts that I've been to my life, it's top 10
2: for sure. There are some bands that I think it's like their music is, I love their music, but I probably, I probably, if you would have asked me before the show, I probably wouldn't have had arcade fire in my top, whatever 10 or 15 bands. Um, some I don't know. There's some bands that you see in concert and it's like, oh, this is exactly like the the album, and I quite like it. This is very good. And then there's some when you're like, oh, this is like a completely different show, and it, it, the I don't know the uh, the live element just completely yeah. changes. It enhances what you hear on the it's album so, instead of. I mean, it was confirming. It was incredible. It. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah.
1: Totally. Or or you see a band live and it, it's like, you don't even want to listen to the album anymore mm-hmm. because it disappoints mm-hmm. you so much, seeing them live, like, wow, sure. that, that sucked. Right. I've done that a couple That's of times.
0: How, no, totally. Brian and I, we went to, I mean, we were, uh, Brian, I don't mean to speak for you, but we were huge Luke Bryan fans. <laughs> and then we saw him live and it was yeah. just... Totally you know, broke the illusion, not, you know? It totally, totally, yeah. It was brutal. I mean, we still listen. You didn't catch a single
2: say. catfish on stage. I was just like, what, <laughs> "What's the point?" Man? It's not yeah. authentic.
0: And there was lyrics. only like, honestly, like, and exactly can and like per song, maybe three product placements. Maybe mm. I'm, I'm not. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm being yeah. generous. And it's just like, why are we even here? Yeah, that's what I, mean. I didn't care for. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, it, Arcade Fire did some does some funny stuff with this new album. They've done this kind of satire on Amazon and product placement and those commercials, those as seen on TV commercials and things like that. And so they worked a lot of that imagery into their performance and set. And it's a really cool, it's really cool how they kind of reinvent themselves every album cycle. Yeah. And well, that the makes it for they, a fun concert. Yeah. Too, and, know, and the way, way, way they switch. did it as a show was they had, you know, basically three or four songs from each album together. So they would do three or four songs from one album and then they would transition to the next album. And it, so it kind of flowed that way instead of having to mix them all together and have it sound mm-hmm. cohesive. They did kind of album by album and then kind yeah. of rounded it all out together. It was, it was a really good show. If you can catch them in any uh, of their tours or at a festival go, or something, go, go, go check them out. Yeah. They're they're if uh, They're not your style of music. You can certainly respect them because they're like 20 person, bit not 20, but they're, they have like eight or nine people mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, at The, the and, final uh, couple really
0: songs have 13 people on stage.
1: Yeah. They brought yeah. in uh, their opening act and their roadies and all that to come play on the last song and uh really cool live experience. And, but just mm-hmm. like I said, it's fun to hang out with you guys because we never get yeah. to hang out as, uh, as people other than as colleagues. And um, just want the listener to know, yes, we are actually Decent friends. I'll say decent. (laughs) Not good. Decent friends. Yeah. It's the way it should stay. But Kent, you and
0: I went to another concert last night. We did. And we're going to another one next week.
1: All three uh, of us. That's the three of us again. All three of us
0: are hanging out that one. We've got, Kent and I went and saw Wilco last night. So Kent and I and Brian, too, are really rocking the like early to (laughs) mid-2000s indie rock scene. We had Arcade Fire last week. We had Wilco last night in the pouring down rain. And then we have uh, Ryan Adams next week. So any of you Dallas listeners are going to be at the Ryan Adams show at the uh, Toyota music factory, which is where they make all music heads (laughs) up, but their working conditions are terrible. It's all child labor, but they do make music, um, all music. Uh, If you're going to be there, look out for the three of us. We'll be wearing mad about movies, t-shirts and sweatshirts and just handing out stickers. Listen to us. We're good. Yeah. Talking during the
2: concert,
1: obviously. I'll see y'all oh. n- next time then.
0: <laughs> okay, Brian, <laughs> great, great story. So, okay, so we were talking about this a little bit before the show, set the stage. This is, I've never been more proud of Ken in my life. So, uh, there's this new venue in Dallas, Fort Worth. Great, right in kind of the mid-area. Well, not a little bit more towards Dallas, but still experiment like experiment Rhino. Ex- <laughs> very accessible Pretty close to that, a actually. A lot, a lot, yeah, it is, right? <laughs> actually, yeah. I could probably throw a football four times and hit a sad, sad person. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> there's this is area called Las Galinas, which is in Irving, right by where the Cowboys used to play, if any of you know uh, your Dallas history. And uh, so Kent and I go to this concert, and uh, we both had <laughs> – uh, well, I had Sarah with me, and then Ken had a friend with him, and we're all in a row and this venue I'm not kidding is like eight days old like it's a brand new really cool indoor outdoor multi purpose music venue and so we're there to see wilco and uh show sounded great Wilco comes out the levels are are really solid, everything's mixed really well it's perfect, but it's not it's not super loud and so when people are talking around you, you can hear them so in front of us there's like A whole row of... One dude just had a carafe of wine and he killed like three of them. He was literally could not stand up straight. He was so hammered. But next to him was a girl and a gentleman. And they're talking the whole show loudly. And she's wearing like a sort of like Pharrell style hat. I mean, she looks like she could probably show you elevations of certain mountains in in a national park. She's wearing this hat. And... Or about RB Sandwiches, either way. Yeah, or RB Sandwiches. And so about an hour into the show, after she's been talking literally through every song, she turns around, she kind of stumbles a little bit, and she's standing right in front of Kent, and she turns around to Kent and she goes, I'm sorry, is my hat bothering you? Because it's really big and it's probably in the way and you can't see the stage, like trying to be nice but drunk. And Kent goes, nope, your hat is not bothering me at all. <laughs> And she's like, it's the hat, right? And he just like doubles down like, nope, nope the hat's <laughs> fine. I'm really
1: just trying to watch the concert right now, but you're turned around talking to me. Um, that, the worst thing, uh, people that, A, get belligerent at concerts and disturb other people who are just trying to enjoy themselves, can't stand that. And then mm-hmm. the people that, when they get so uh, like that, they turn around and you don't even do anything and they go, you got a problem? <laughs> Like, no, I'm just standing here watching the concert. Uh, and, and Wilco is not a band that you would get. It's not like Guns N' Roses where you're going to go do drink, a, drink 12 pack of beer before you go in. It's a very somber, you know, experience going to see them and to just kind of hang out. And it was just very jarring, but it was a fun, it was a really fun time. And yeah, yeah, guys, this is just PSA. Mm. Let's just enjoy concerts. Let's just go yes. and enjoy it. Why can't people just turn off their brains for two hours and just watch the concert instead of yeah. talking or to their neighbor? Or engage your brain
2: in a different way. Talking
1: yeah. to their neighbor, like, just getting wasted, you know, yeah. go, getting belligerent or on their cell phones, like people had the brightest screens of all time. Mm-hmm. at least turned yeah. on your brightness. I'm, I'm sorry to be ranty, but it's no, just it's... you, when you pay money to go somewhere and it's just like a movie when people are talking in the movie and they're cutting up and trying to do viral videos and tripping each other. I mean, I've seen everything in, in our, in, in screenings and it's just,
2: just the general public is just, it sucks. And yeah, yeah it sucks. It's such a killer. It seems like that has changed too because it, partly because of cell phones, but it seems like 15 years ago, the big complaint was when you'd be next to somebody who just was like singing the songs at the top of their lungs the entire time. And now I would totally welcome that. Like, please yeah. let that be <laughs> the case over. Yeah, at least loud that's talker
0: along with the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, at least in that, uh, uh, you can say, be like, okay, do you this want another beer? So we
0: do it? one yeah. more? Gosh. Um, yeah. cool. I don't know. I've had seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're $12. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, I know they're $12, but it's like three beers and I am trying yeah. to break D- don't your he, don't he heart. Mean, yeah. yeah, but it's like <laughs> three beers in one. So Gosh, like, so I don't know.
2: And if or, you don't know, like Dallas crowds are pretty notorious the for worst. this
0: kind of crap. We're the worst.
2: We, we really are the worst. I'm excited for Ryan Adams next week because he is notorious for yelling at the crowd if they're not uh, – behaving. And so this could be a very good mixture for him to actually murder somebody at the, uh, at the concert. <laughs> it's be it's fun. just be funny. Experience. It's
1: just funny seeing people that clearly have no interest in being there.
2: Yeah. Like what are they doing? go together and I then they, like.
1: they're texting each other or talking to each other the entire time and not listening to the music. Why do you spend the money to do it? Or why do you take the yeah. time to go? If you're not mm-hmm. going to at least, mm. it's like going to the movies and and listening to your iPod the entire time. Why do you even go there? You can do that at yeah. home. What you're doing right now. I don't. I just don't. Yeah. It, it was a great show. I'm, I'm not gonna. I, that did not uh, detract from my enjoyment of the show. But um, people watching is is fun. We need to do Mad About People Watching because that's <laughs> a fun. It's always a fun time, especially in the South. It's All, a good time.
0: Also, one more thing. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Get off. <laughs> okay. We're going to
1: take a short break here and pay a bill and tell you about our awesome sponsor and then uh, come back and talk Tom Cruise and American Made. Boom. Hey guys, Kent here on behalf of ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring or do you know somebody who's looking to fill a job? What if hiring could be easier, more streamlined, less time consuming? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then... ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you, it finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates in just one day. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates. With immediate results by going for free now. Post your job for free. Yes, right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Richard Barton is probably known on the show as the, the biggest Tom Cruise fan, probably, right? Cruiser. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, cruise yeah, for
1: Cruise. That is why you have... Use the right term, please. it is why you have Cruise actually... Uh, you know, tattooed on your back. And partly part of that is because of Florida Georgia line, but part of that's because of Tom Cruise too. <laughs> yeah. You just want to cruise every it's day. two loves that
0: inter- intersect. Yeah. yeah. I have the word cruise across we we my shoulder. Gosh, yes. Word cruise across my shoulder. And then, um, Tom Cruise portrait <laughs> underneath that from Valkyrie though. And he's so actually hanging from the word cruise reason.
1: on a, on a zip line. <laughs> and he's, and he's, uh, he's, he's, Dearming a bomb yeah. as from right the on. Yeah, it's great. Right on. Um, so you are
0: the biggest Tom Cruise, um, supporter. I don't know. I think I'm tied. Show. Brian and I both ride for cruise. Okay. I think in equal Right, Brian. Am I over speaking? Yeah, I, I think, think we, so. I think we're here. We're yeah. equal. Equal. We're equal cruisers. Mm-hmm. I enjoy
1: his work and, uh, but, but you, I'm under you, the impression you, that the general public doesn't care. I care. I like him. You're right. I'll go see anything he does, but I mm-hmm. I just don't think he has that draw like he used to. And maybe you this is only case in like
0: point. night and day though, to be
1: fair. <laughs> yeah, that's the only movie I've actually enjoyed of his, but that's what, that's another story. It it maybe case in point the fact that this couldn't beat Kingsman 2 in its second weekend on a slow mm-hmm. weekend. What does that say if this movie was starring somebody I don't know more, more, not more relevant, but more current. Chris Pratt. Like, a, like no, like like a Bradley Cooper or somebody. You know, would this have done better? I don't know. Um, I don't think it certainly helped it at all to have Tom Cruise. Um, I don't think it hurt it really necessarily, but it certainly didn't help. Uh, but that, that I guess we can start the conversation off just with general thoughts about the movie and Tom Cruise in general, and uh, kind of what what this movie not represents for him, but we, we all thought this was going to be a huge bounce back for him. And it kind of was critically. I don't know if I certainly don't think this is awards caliber uh, for him or anything like that, but this is definitely a a step in the right direction for what the kinds of stuff we want to see him do. And so that's encouraging. So what are your guys thoughts on this, Richard, the cruise, the cruiser? Uh, what, yeah what man
0: I'm, I'm i'm the <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask because i ride for cruise i think i always say in the future if you're going to put yourself 200 years in the future and you're looking at if you're looking at american or just worldwide cinema as like a sporting thing yeah you're going to look at tom cruise like you look at babe ruth or mm. like you look at any or you know wilt chamberlain or something where you're gonna be like wow that guy was the that guy, or you know what the best thing is for sports fans out there, he's going to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. We're like that. That guy was the leading scorer for like 22 years in a row, but mm. it'll be like 40 years in a row with Cruz. Like that guy was a movie star, and granted, its its waned in the last few years because he's—I mean—he's personally probably a little bit of a nut, and I think America's turned off to him. But that dude has brought it for like 35 years now, <laughs> and. Does anything as long as he will literally dangle from a airplane that's taking <laughs> off as long as we as an audience think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just wants it's us to love him. He, all he wants is our adoration as an audience. <laughs> and as weird as he is, whatever, personally, whatever you think, um, I, man, I think he's he cares so much more than most movie stars. Yeah. And I ride for cruise. And I appreciate it as an audience. And I think, you know what? It's f- so funny to me. I was talking about this the other day with some people. If you take Cruz out there, like, who has a higher Q rating than, like, George Clooney? Everyone loves Clooney. Clooney's the best. He's cool. We all want to have a drink with George Clooney, whatever. Guess what? Let me slap you in the face, world. Tom Cruise's batting average in terms of good movies is way better than George Clooney. Oh, like, yeah. like Even close. There's yeah. a few stinkers from Cruise, but he bats about 85%, whereas most movie stars bat around 45%, 50%. Like, Cruise, as, I know he always plays the same character. I know he's always got to be the good guy. He's got to run. He's got to smile. He's got to have great hair. The dude is, he doesn't do that many bad movies, and I really appreciate his... I'm t- When you look at his advanced stats, like I said, in 200 years as a movie acting athlete, he will be the one where all of our great Cannes kids go. That guy was un. He. Why does everyone focus on this guy, Matt Damon? <laughs> who cares about Matt Damon? Who? Mm-hmm. Who Leonardo DiCaprio? Who? This guy brought it for 35 years. I mean, <laughs> that will be the conversation everyone has. And uh, so, for that reason, I ride for Cruz. But I'll throw yeah. it to Brian. What uh, your thoughts?
2: No, I'm 100% with you. You're you're right Kent in that. I- I'm not taking
1: anything away from what he's done or what he's I just don't think any more people you're right. see him that yeah, way. Totally. Look, it doesn't he, resonate he with had America. a great
0: run. I'm not and I love the weird, guy,
1: but it's Die, Repeat yeah, it,
0: failed and that was a great movie yeah. that had a Yeah. I mean, what what more does hit. he have to do? Yeah. The Mission right. Impossible
1: oh. sells because it's Mission Impossible. If um, that was called yeah ethan hunts whatever i don't i don't think it would be as successful it's just be it's just a branding sure. thing that jack
2: reacher yeah yeah
1: exactly ethan C- yeah, hunt see Re- jack reacher <laughs> did i did that for the exact uh that exact um scenario so yeah
0: i yeah, i love it's the guy interesting,
2: watching watching this movie it's like watching like he is still a movie star in an era that doesn't care about movie stars anymore and and doesn't care about him but he still it's not it's not like he's still desperately reaching for movie stardom he still is he just it's not he just is almost a man out of time at this point it's it's amazing i i think you could take the average tom cruise movie and i i'm i'm with richard i love tom cruise and i love i don't care about his weirdness, because guess what, everybody in Hollywood is weird. Like that's just it is what it is. If you're if you're against he's pretty Tom next Kruse, level,
1: there's been some he stuff surely, come out about him that's like is. whoa,
2: he's, he's a weird guy. But you could, I think you could make the argument that his biggest flaw is that he's let that stuff get out. Because mm-hmm. if you if you could get into the closet of a lot of these people in Hollywood, you're gonna get some really weird story. And that's it's just it is what it is. It kind of comes with the territory. I've always. Richard and I both, you've, we've always taken the approach of like, if you're against Tom Cruise because of his weirdness and his, um, I don't know, his strange off camera relationships, then you got to be against
0: Will Smith too, because it's the same kind of thing. Like, there's yeah. a
2: lot. And Frank Sinatra. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's that. Like, to "Fly me, me
0: the moon is a terrible song because Frank Sinatra was probably in the mafia. Right. I mean, Will Smith has not had a good run
1: as of late either, box office wise. I mean, he's kind of going through the same thing where.
2: Sure. But when Tom Cruise was at his most down as Mm -hmm. far as like what the Mm -hmm. public thought about him, Will Smith was probably peaking right at that same moment. And that they were, they are the same person in a lot of ways. And so, Mm -hmm. anyway, it's, it is, it's fine. He definitely, I think he is, um, I would never say that Tom Cruise is a, is a great actor or a particularly skilled actor. Richard's right like he pretty much is playing the same character in every movie and when he tries to shade that and and vary that um it's often very mixed results. But I think I think when Tom Cruise dude when Tom Cruise is having fun it to me it is like it's I'm gonna get the popcorn ready. This is like something, this is a sight to behold. He is so when he's locked in, it's like I would say with Sean Penn. Sean Penn will do four awful movies or really mailed in movies, if nothing else. And then that fifth one finds <laughs> Yeah. The fifth one, when he's locked in, it's something to watch. Like it's just, it's a special performance because he's he's so incredibly talented and has um you know a wide skill set and all this sort of stuff. Tom Cruise is is like that. If he's having fun when he is when he's at his uh, like when he's clearly entertained by what he's doing and this is a role I think that is just made for that kind of Tom Cruise performance I man I love it I love it and it feels like I'm watching um, you know I said he's kind of like a man out of time at this point and that's what it feels like when I watch one of these movies it feels like I'm seeing uh, like a throwback movie mm-hmm. almost that's just happened to come. And it, this movie, it helps that it, this is sort of a, you know, this is set 30 years ago. And so that adds to that timelessness of it. But, um, it's as somebody who, who is a ride or die for, for Tom Cruise. I love when he it's gets like the to rock this kind of movie. Yeah. He's a lot like the, the rock. rock. I think just, that's if very, you very know
1: comparison. what you're going to get and it's going to be solid and get your popcorn ready because he'll go all out. And it's so funny with Tom Cruise too. Where the situation of, hey, Tom, uh, we got this stunt for this new movie, okay? It's going to require you to jump off a ramp onto a moving tank, okay? He's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Also, Tom, uh, we had this stunt double. And he's like, no, like, no, listen, Tom, we had this stunt double who will do it, and we'll be able to digitally replace your face. So literally no one in the audience would ever be able to tell it wasn't you. He's like, I don't care. I'm still doing it. I, I I gotta respect the guy for still doing it, even <laughs> though it's all awesome. way past yeah. the technology of <laughs> anyone ever knowing that it was him from point A to yeah. point B. You know the the way that they can splice it. Yeah, like I said, no one would ever know. And he's just going. He's all in. And he yeah. he broke his leg recently. Or and by the way, he's fifty five <laughs> on the new yeah. uh, Mission Impossible that yeah. they're just filmed this summer. I think he hurt himself, broke his leg or something, mm-hmm. and they had to delay filming. Uh, for uh, about a couple weeks or something like that. So he's just still going strong. How old is he now? 45? 55. He's 55?
2: 50. Yeah, he's in his mid-50s. Literally 55 wow. on going,
1: the dot. Yeah, still still going
2: strong. Well, we got Top Gun, Gun Maverick. He still looks the exact same. It's amazing. <laughs> it's
1: amazing. He does. He, he's
0: Top on, Gun Maverick he's coming crazy, in two years, guys.
2: Can't wait.
1: I'm in. I don't know. What, what's it? I don't know what to think about that. If they do oh, that like throwback style, air- if they do it, we're just going to do it in the exact style of Top Gun. That could be cool. But if they try to make it all millennial and drones oh. and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, know just there's just drones, clinging. bro. Come on. There's got to be, you drones.
2: know, there's yeah. drones. But maybe, maybe we'll get Valkymer. That's what I'm holding.
1: Yeah, on. there's drones, but are they
2: Maverick? <laughs> So, <laughs> so he puts his glasses on
0: oh, so he's gonna be
1: he's gonna be uh, the guy that outflies the drones
0: like he's better of than course they. he think, is of Do course you think he they is play spike ball instead of volleyball in this one the, the millennials? <laughs> play yeah.
1: that'll date it really fast in 10 years too that'll be great
0: um ken, ken and i have had some epic spike ball battles spike. that brian you've missed <laughs> spike ball is fun yeah. At a certain point, of I've the day. dominated
2: a few uh, fifth graders in Spikeball in my day, so it's That's, good.
0: Everyone I've, and uh, just Trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> not trying to push product here; they're not a sponsor, but yeah, Spikeball at ten out of ten stars as a <laughs> as a game. Yes. So American made the movie. Uh, I didn't know a lot about this. I, I haven't heard of it. What is that?
2: <laughs> Can we <laughs> talk about spike ball for two more? Sure. <laughs> it's the spike ball cast spike cast.
1: Um, I didn't know a lot about this. I was intrigued by the trailer. Didn't know how much of this was true. Uh, but I'm certainly down for these kinds of storylines, these drug trafficking cartel kind of heist type, um, mm-hmm. CIA conspiracy theory type things. I'm all in for smuggling. these
2: types of movies. Nothing cooler than smuggling.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. I, you know they're going to do an El Chapo movie someday. That's going to be well, speaking of Sean Penn, right? It's going to be <laughs> great because some of this, you know, the stuff that happens in real life is is mind blowing. With the, mm-hmm. the the thing, you know, is is way better than a movie could be. And yeah. this movie did a great job of doing just the kind of holy s crazy factor of this type of um, business. Uh, it, it really accelerated that for me. Just unbelievable yeah. what – I, I, I know there. I've got a list here that I'll read in a bit of the stuff that's, that didn't actually happen to the real uh, guy, but they, it certainly shed some light on the kinds of dealings that actually happen between the cartel and the government and the cartel and drug runners and, and how these people kind of get get roped into that. So for that sake, I thought this was a home run, and it was an entertaining flick. Um, it wasn't uh, an Oscar caliber, you know, performance or director or script or anything like that, but it definitely had me entertained and smiling and just loving Cruz again. And again, it was insightful on just the historical factor of it as well. And it was it was a good kind of throwback um, period movie, and I liked how they intertwined it with him in the present and then t- calling back to the past with a little bit of narration. And I just didn't, like I said, didn't know what to expect and I was pleasantly surprised. So Richard, what are your uh, general thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, no, this is a small, this is what can, is considered in terms of cruise terms, like a small indie movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an action movie for anyone else, but this is like, it's like when Michael Bay did Pain and Gain and that was his... This is my attempt at a dialogue-based adult, <laughs> adult <laughs> drama. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, <sighs> not to equate Tom Cruise with Michael Bay, um, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, But this is like, I was super pumped for this because I love Tom Cruise, and I was pumped to see it uh, kind of scaled back a bit with a little more realistic non-superhero mummy slash Jack Reacher slash Ethan Hunt slash... Cage, or was that his character in Edge of Tomorrow? Cage, or something ridiculous. I don't know. Sounds like
1: this uh, was Doug Lyman though the same guy that did yes, uh, Live Die Repeat, Born I-, I should say. Yeah,
0: yes, and yeah, same guy, person that did Live Die Repeat. Same, but but this is more like Born Identity. Like mm-hmm. it's still a superhero type character, but like or super sized character. This is more, but in, but in a real world. This is Catch Me If You Can, right? Yeah. Absolutely. This is
1: real life. It's so... It's the cool. to Tom Cruise like, version like, of that. Somebody yeah. getting roped into something that they're way bigger than and, and having to deal with the consequences, right? Absolutely. It's a very... And, uh, it's, a, it's a
0: tale as old as time. Yes. And I'll get the teapot out any a minute. To, <laughs> we can <laughs> sing about it. Tale as old as time. <laughs> all right. And... Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, so... It was it was cool. These don't come along that often. Tom Cruise is the type of movie star, like The Rock, the aforementioned uh, Dwayne Johnson, that uh, most of his most of his work is supersized. So when you scale it back to human proportions, it's like a treat because you get to you get to see mm-hmm. this big personality. And big is used ironically because Tom Cruise is like five foot five, but uh, you get to see this big personality in the re- in the real the physics of the real world. Uh, which is always exciting. So I was I was pumped for it. This movie did not disappoint. I love this Man. movie. I thought it was a great, super fun movie in the theater. It's a movie for adults, uh, mm-hmm. which Tom Cruise seems to be leaning towards a little more, like making fun. Rid- aside from the Mummy, fun movies. But lived I repeat was like this for people that are, kind of maybe like past the age of twenty five that have an IQ over. Mm-hmm. 90 <laughs> and, Yeah, even the mission impossible movies are like yeah that. i mean they're really smart
2: yeah type films
0: And so like and granted no one goes to see that because everyone's at four georgia line concerts but it's still mm-hmm. fun and cool for if you get to enjoy i'm not and it's not even that high of a bar i'm not saying like this is an intellectual film it's not but it's just not for 13 year olds and so it's it's really enjoyable and it's a rare treat it's like a movie that. I'm not going to give away grades yet, but it's a movie that wouldn't be an A triple plus. But the fact that you don't see this movie ever makes you like it a lot more Mm -hmm. because this is like, Oh, this is a movie. This is a movie that could have existed 30 years ago and been cool. And I would have enjoyed it. And I never get to see stuff like this anymore because there's not a black hole in space hovering over the planet that things are going to emerge out of. And there's not Iron Man suits flying everywhere. and There's no lightsaber. And, uh I get to just enjoy this action movie that takes place with a little Cessna. This is cool. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I don't ever get to have that. So let me enjoy I'm going to enjoy it even more because this this is such a rare treat. So that's kind of my general thoughts. Brian, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I I'm pretty high on this one. I was anticipating it quite a bit um because it has you know, you go down the checklist. Like I love Cruz. I'm really excited about what Doug Lyman's going to do moving forward. Um, I think smuggling is super cool. That's a real easy catchphrase for me to,
0: to perk up the ears and Brian's keistering a bunch of opium as he does this,
2: <laughs> just, ah, just for no reason. Really, I'm not even. I'm yeah, he's not even anywhere. smuggling. That's yeah. why you're, so totally into Chewbacca. It's just for fun. You're it's just super to... into smuggling and everything yeah, exactly. involved in smuggling. Exactly. Um I love this kind of you mentioned catch me if you can, can't I love that concept or that trope of uh, somebody who kind of gets in over his head, and then mm-hmm. the redemption story that potentially comes out of, or just the crazy stuff that comes around with it. Uh, and you know, and it's Cruz, and it's Donald Gleason, who I love, and uh, the, the supporting cast Sarah Wright and Jesse Plemons, and all down the list. I think was really strong too. And so, um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, Sarah Wright. I don't know her. Can you give <laughs> me her real name? Uh, Melly Gurgic. Yeah, Gurgic. Um. No, she, she was great. She was really good in this. So that maybe that's a break for her moving forward to to get a few more roles. But um, no, like I, I was very really anticipating this quite a bit, and I was not. I wasn't let down at all. This was this was pretty much everything I wanted it to be. And just like you said, Richard, like I I just like when we because we seems like we get maybe five of these a year. Of yeah. A a and a movie made for adults that sees the theater for a month. You know, you usually. Yeah. We get there's plenty of movies that are adult dramas yeah. that come out every a, year, but it's a most
0: wanted man, and they come out at some indie theater. It, and, exactly,
2: exactly. Or like a ghost story, which <laughs> I watched this week that I think got six
0: theaters. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah.
2: it's it's all because we're so all or nothing. It's superheroes or it's an indie movie, and we'll see if we ever and, get. And,
0: and to be fair, and, so. and I don't mean to like Harper or like humble brag or wine. It's like. The three of us have to see every movie, so maybe we appreciate that more because this sure. is such a rare treat. Whereas if you go to the movies four times a year, which a lot of our listeners do, or six times a year, or two times a year, whatever. Uh, but it has to be an even number. But uh, <laughs> but regardless, if you go one of those times a year, that you maybe not don't notice that, and you're like, yeah, I'm cool with going and seeing Spider-Man and then uh, something else. It doesn't bother you as much. But when you have to go week to week to week, when you see something like this, that's in- reasonably intelligent and has like I, the aforementioned physics of the actual universe and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, has an a old-school fashion movie star kind of bringing it, you're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is yeah. such a treat. But Kent, I need to get your right. thoughts. What would you think? Yeah. As a not as big cruiser as Brian and myself.
1: Yeah. I. I it reminded me of a couple movies. It reminded me of Blow. Remember that one with Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah, Jeff? sure. Very similar yeah. story. Devin. And r- reminded me of American Gangster, but took itself a little less serious than American Gangster. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it reminded me of a movie that we recently talked about within the past year, uh, War Dogs with Jonah Hill. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he yeah. was a gun runner in that one, and not necessarily drugs and, and all the other stuff.
0: The cup that, was that really one had a little
1: more <laughs> oomph factor and a little more in your face than this one yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with Jonah Hill's performance, just way more over the top and trying to be something than this was. This kind of knew what it was, and and it 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 was gr- it was good. Uh, I mean, if you've ever seen Narcos, they can make yeah. an entire you know a series on that side of things, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. only one part or fraction of the story here. And I thought they did a great job showing how Tom Cruise's character Barry Seal, who he was. Of course, based on a true story, how he was involved in so many different things. First, he gets involved with the CIA and is just taking pictures of you know the uh, where they're training their their troops or the rebel trait or, or rebels are training. And then the the drug cartels hear about him, so they hire him to do other stuff. And then the CIA hears about that and they want him to get in with the cartels. He was doing so many different things getting Mm -hmm. money from so many different sources. And when you start to add things up, I think what they said was, what was it? $2,000 per kilo, which is two pounds. And how many thousands of pounds could he get out of there at one time with his Cessna? It was, uh, he was
2: flying 300 pounds to begin with 300 first, the first mission or whatever. And then how many thousands of dollars he was making, I should say. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he came up with the way to drop it and everything with the, uh, Dropping it out of the plane with the life life vests on there, it was pretty impressive. Just the ingenuity that it takes to do these types of things is is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, Del Chapo earlier, the, them tunneling him out of prison multiple times is unbelievable. <laughs> That's way yeah, better. One than One time injured. I get, but come on, yeah, A second I mean, time this is, yeah. I mean, this is crazy. How can they? How can this actually happen? And oftentimes, the truth is 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 far crazier than. And then the fiction, but there is some stuff in the movie, and I guess we should head into spoilers now, but this is a, this is a fun, um, Breaking Bad style, Breaking Bad, if Breaking Bad was compressed into two hours and was a lot more lighthearted than... Walter White's cancer situation, right? That's what this is. (laughs) It was starring Tom Cruise with good hair and tight jeans.
0: That's what this was. (laughs) Wow, how dare you undersell it with good hair? (laughs) (laughs) Great hair. Very good hair. He
1: he was blessed in the follicle department, that's for sure. There's something weird going on with him staying 20 years younger than everybody all the time. Uh, But that's another conversation. So I guess we should move into spoilers, but I'm going to give it a recommend now. For the listener to go out and watch and and come back and join us with spoilers, if you don't know anything about Barry Seal's story or if you don't want to be spoiled with this movie, then uh, just join us another time. But uh, spoilers coming up right now. So first of all, I'm going to ask you guys to preface this: What did you guys think about the actual story? And did you find any of it too far fetched? Like, oh my god, that could have never happened in real life. What wh- what was your line of believability with this movie? and uh, the truth and what you thought was kind of added in.
2: Um, you know, I felt like, I guess personally I didn't, there wasn't too much that I was like, no, that can't be possible. Maybe the, the crash landing in the suburbs or whatever, like that, that was probably a little far fetched, but I felt like the, I don't know, you know how my brain works. Like when I'm, I don't feel like it's that job of the movie to tell the full truth you turning like just your brain be, off you're just like yeah whatever. i mean well just like be within the realm of possibility don't make it to where i question whether or not this is realistic or not and then that way i don't i won't do it you know what i mean like yeah. my brain won't won't go that direction on its own you have to like prompt it basically to be like hey this is stupid you should think about this for a second and so yeah, yeah. i never had that problem i think that might be the greatest factor as to why this movie is so good because kind of playing off what you said earlier like we get when we get this kind of movie, this sort of an adult drama, um, it's usually like Wind River that's like really kind of um, – it's ominous and depressing and grim and stuff like that. And this is just so much fun on top of telling a really interesting story and all that sort of stuff. And so I think that – for me at least, it was very easy just to be like I'm, I'm along for the ride in addition to like how really well done this movie is I guess.
1: Another one, Logan Lucky this year, is a very similar sure, kind of – Sure, sure. Came out for a couple of weeks, and no one really saw it, but uh, probably deserved mm-hmm. more credit, and very yes, similar totally. in tone to this. So yes,
0: totally. Very I'm,
1: similar. I'm going to quote Doug Lyman, and he was talking with Vulture when he said, uh, quote, you know we're not making a biopic. Tom Cruise doesn't look like Barry Seal. His character is inspired by the stories we learned about Barry. A lot of the time, stories like this – not only do journalists look at the veracity of the events uh, portray, but also the personal aspects. So there was this more of a, hey, we've heard about this guy, and we want to kind of base it on him. But uh, So the first thing that's different than the truth is Don Mal Gleason's character doesn't exist in real life or never did. He's just kind of a, a, a figurehead representing all of the sure. government He's connections that he had sure. uh, throughout his time working with the government. So – Um, I thought that was a good character. I think Dom Hall adds a lot to every movie. Um, when he showed up in Mother, you know, Mm -hmm. I I just like wow. I liked. I love anytime he shows up. When I when I don't expect him to is great. When he showed up on Black Mirror, I'm like, yes, I love this guy. You know, it, it's been mm-hmm. great it uh, was seeing his crazy career, but... when he
0: was on Blackish. I mean, he's uh... <laughs> it
1: was. It it's was a mandate. Yes, that was that. crazy. I wouldn't admit. But when he's gonna show up in Star Wars later, I'm gonna say, man, I totally forgot Donal Gleason's in this movie, and I'm yes. just mm-hmm. uh, super stoked about it every time <laughs> that I uh, he's great. that uh, he's involved. So he was good in here. Um, a great companion piece to Tom Cruise. I would love to see them mm-hmm. do more work together. I think that they yeah. had really good chemistry, and uh, I, I not to say, um, that's all dominal, but uh, I certainly didn't hurt having him in here. But oh, like great. you guys mentioned earlier, the suburban crash landing was not true. Uh, that was something that they, believe what you
0: want, man. I believe that happened. <laughs> There's no evidence Tom
1: Cruise of what, rode
2: a mean bike though. You know, you can't you can't take that away from him. It
1: is a crazy scene when he first of all, can we talk about kind of the events that lead him into or the 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 the, ch- the chain of events that have to happen for him to even get involved with Pablo Escobar. It is mm-hmm. crazy. Or, like mm-hmm. I said when he starts out just scouting uh locations and then he ends up scouting for Pablo Escobar or or running drugs is I don't know if that could happen or did or if it got that serious but you wouldn't think somebody could get involved with Pablo Escobar that easy. But mm. um I guess somebody had to do it, right? <laughs> it's sure. Crazy. Just thinking about this guy's story. I don't know what's more impressive, him or the Frank Abagnale flying <laughs> commercial pilots and getting your b- Law degree and all this stuff that uh, Catch Me If You Can was able to do, and the forging the checks Mm -hmm. and all that. This is, this requires flying a a fleet of planes and having an airport and just the the life that he lived, the extravagant lifestyle that he had. And he had no shame in in living that way. Wasn't that kind of, I'm not, not concerning, but was that something you guys thought about a lot? Was Wow, this guy's really, really doesn't care. He's just gonna live it up while he's doing this, and yeah, he lives in in Alabama or they yeah, relocated really him to it Arkansas. A or little whatever. bit
0: setting it up for a fall, yeah. I think.
1: Setting it up like this dude is gonna fall and fall really hard. Uh, yeah, he I mean it's a little bit
0: narrative cliche, but it was enjoyable. Nothing wrong with that trope if it's used correctly.
1: Yeah. So the real Barry Seal. Speaking of that, was married three times and had five kids. And uh, this, his movie wife was Same. aware of it. His real wife says she was kept in the dark and didn't know anything about what he was doing. So sure. that's a little bit different. Sure. Yeah. Or he had companies. What What kind of company did he have in this movie? Was it, uh, it was like a sign a plane company, aviation and, company, yeah. consultant, yeah. aviation consultants, or something like that? That he had uh disguised his large income or I actually didn't tell anybody about the income, you know, he was wealthy, but he would bury it all in duffel bags. And that Same. was a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of cash.
2: That's <laughs> what I do with all my podcast money just straight into a duffel bag. So far, just one duffel bag, but it's a uh, lot, you
0: know, it's yeah, very it's small. It's a, it's, yeah, a, it's really it's a not duffel, even, it's like a fanny
2: pack. <laughs> it's a weekend. Player, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: it was, um, it, also, how they crossed this over and it's going, to, pennies. going <laughs> to the historical aspect of it and bringing Ronald Reagan and that into it. I didn't know the historical implications of this story, but were you guys aware of – I was certainly aware of Pablo Escobar and, and his cartel's story uh, from various sources, but I didn't know about the Iran deal and all that. Were you guys yeah, familiar with this or at all and did this shed any light? kind of on history uh, to you guys at all, Richard? No,
0: not really. It was so dramatized a bit that it was hard to really... Po- I was aware of that, but it's it doesn't really shed any new light on it. I think it kind of used it as a plot convenience more yeah. than anything. So, what about... We're
1: going to rank the Americans, right? Uh, all American right, Carrie Russell, number one. <laughs> American Pie, American... <laughs> Made Assassin, American obviously. Assassin, <laughs> or uh, American Hustle. <sighs> <laughs> uh
2: This I, I I gotta take this because American I didn't love Sniper. American, no, I'd prefer American Assassin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would take Americans number one, followed by probably by this. I'll, I'll take this over American, American Hustle, American Gangster, or whatever else. Yeah, you know so. <laughs> I would do. Uh, yeah. I would do American House Air America? This. Yeah, very,
1: very <laughs> popular Air TBS America.
2: movie from when I was a kid.
1: American Crime on ABC. Just put American in front of everything. I don't
2: know. Yeah. American Crime it,
1: Story is FX. American Crime is ABC, sure. I believe. So you say? So you say? They, like, yeah, there's like no proof they're, they're not know. the same. Yeah, <laughs> at all.
0: Anything else? You know, on American on, Vandal, American Gods, American Dad. American Gladiators American, ha- American Housewife. These are all shows that are currently They're on the air. They're currently on the air, yeah. <laughs> American
1: Pickers, my all-time favorite. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so Tom Cruise went all out in this, including crashing a plane into a neighborhood and covering himself
0: in quote-unquote Ameri- quote, unquote, American-
1: fake cocaine. What about the American the-
0: George Clooney? I'm no. still the going. American. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. American History Acts. <laughs> American graffiti, American reunion. I would put all of these things over having an American <laughs> flag American emoji wedding.
2: in my Twitter handle. That's that's my that's my bottom of the list.
0: Ewan McGregor's American pastoral,
2: American werewolf in
1: Paris. Right there, you go.
0: There you go. That boy, American dreams with a Z, so you know it's good. American horror story, yeah. the American president, American dad. I right. yeah, American Gigolo. We're <laughs> okay, we're done. That 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 ends it. <laughs> America's next top model. Man. USA. America's USA. Got Talent. <laughs>
2: All right, we're done. Oh, uh, I can't let you Man. win. America's Funny
0: Show videos. Wet Hot American Summer.
1: No, that's not. It doesn't start with American. That's. You're done. You. are you're folding Did we do
0: a white flag. American Beauty? Did we do American Beauty? <laughs> no.
2: No. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, check. 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 <laughs> Come on, checkmate. I'm going to go with
1: American Beauty. I just, just said, said that. that one. I just said Ball that. Game ball game.
0: This, <laughs> is, riv- this is
1: riveting. No, I radio. said American Heart. Gladiators. That was my ultimate.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, any other thoughts on
0: American Made at all? I mean, well, I Supporting mean we could chaos. give it I mean, what do we think? We're let's do a quick few minute conversation on if you're Tom Cruise, what's your next move?
2: Wow, uh, he's got he's got another Lyman movie coming out. Yep, so he's, that's, got that's he's, got another, yeah, he's got Top Gun too. Yeah, he's got Mission Impossible, Impossible Forty Five.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. What would yeah, your move be though?
2: I mean, he's just tried the franchise bit with the Mummy, and I don't think that worked out well. I no, that's doing. Great. I don't know. I I think <laughs> fran- I, I mean, like that he continues universe. to try to be a movie star in an era that doesn't care about movie stars. Like yeah. I wanted to just keep doing it, keep doing it, man. He's also really good, really, really good as a supporting actor, or as a second lead See, collateral or Magnolia yeah. or you know, Tropic thunder, something like that. So, yep. you know, he's the world is his oyster. I, eyes wide I shut. yeah, yeah. highs was wide shut. So, um, I don't know. I, I want more, I want more of this. I want more of, $50 million budget movies instead yeah. of $150 million budget movies. And just, you know, go from there, man. Cause he's, he has reached the point age wise where it's not in, and, and, and career wise, where clearly the bit has kind of worn off with American mass American audiences. And so, um, I think, dude, I think doing more of this is, is a smart choice. This thing he's doing with Doug Lyman called Luna Park sounds interesting too. It's yeah, like sci-fi be his next mind, one actually- uh his next
1: Doug Lyman's next movie is with Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland Chaos Walking I think it's called it's based on a young adult novel
2: something kind of a thing Hunger Games ish something I don't know He's good Doug Lyman's very good I'm I'm and he, I think he still like we haven't seen the best of what we're going I I to, to see. I want him to come
0: back. I think the move for Doug Lyman is he should do another Bourne movie. Sure. Is yeah, it the first awesome. one? And then Greengrass took over and they've gotten first two Greengrasses were good. They've gotten progressively worse since to Doug Lyman doing a Born with Matt Damon again, one more mm-hmm. time, 20 years later or something would be awesome.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: American ultra
0: American idol.
1: Gosh. American President. I already said that one somewhere. Yeah, I Somebody said that did. one. Sorry, bro. You said the American President. American uh, yeah. Splendor.
0: American Pie presents Bandcamp. <laughs> you can't get American Pie again, loser. Ah, uh, that's different. That's presents Bandcamp. That's not a sequel, that's a tangential film. Americano. American Tale. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Whose whose alternate title was American? Oh, uh, American Psycho. That's a good one. Well, I'll still just be sitting here. Keep talking. Can't just can't lose. (laughs) Can't refuses to lose. Did you do American Graffiti? Yeah. What
1: about American Tale? Five will goes west.
2: Mm, The the superior American tale.
1: I only call it American Tail. I don't even call it Fievel Goes West. American <laughs> Tail too. That's what I, in my household. All right, this has I been think, American. I think the
0: listeners uh, will know. I. What about Trans America? No, nope. I think that counts. I think I won.
2: <laughs>
0: it's okay. All
1: right. Um. So, grades for American Made, uh, Bry Guy.
2: I'm going to go straight A, one of my more enjoyable movie experiences of the year thus far. How about you, RB?
0: I'm going to go, hmm, torn between, I'm going to, you know what, Brian, the fact that you liked it so much and I love you, I'm going to go up to an A. I was going to go A minus, I'm going to go A as well.
2: Mm. Solidarity.
0: I'm going to
1: go, I'm going to go A minus.
0: And, wow, you uh, hated
2: this movie. Hated.
1: It. Wow. This was awful. I'm
0: glad, I, I'm glad I sided with Brian. Would It was way better than I thought it was.
1: <laughs> I thought I was getting into a, a B minus kind of a thing. Mm. Um, never doubt the
0: cruise unless he's a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. American Go- American Gothic. The <laughs> American idiot.
1: All right, that's a green <laughs> apple. Still. So. Okay, uh, let's move on, guys, and let's hit a weekly recommend. Weekly Recommends. I'm going to recommend American Restoration on History Channel. <laughs> no. Richard, we'll start with you for Weekly Recommends if you have one available. <laughs> yeah, it's fall and
0: uh, it is Pumpkin fall Spice, here.
1: the flavor. You're just going to recommend that. That's okay. Absolutely. And pumpkin pumpkins
0: spice. just in general. Mm-hmm. No, it's <laughs> fall. There's a lot of things to recommend. The culture has gone to the school year mode. There's tons of things to recommend out there. Across music and film and television and all other pieces of culture and art and it's beautiful, and I'm so happy to be here in the fall with you guys. However, none of that matters because Curb is back. <laughs> so Curb Your Enthusiasm, season nine, right, Kent? Yes, is started last Sunday. It's on HBO, HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO Prime, HBO D's, um, and it is. Ryan (laughs) Ryan caught that. It was a little late. (laughs) Um, (laughs) HBO Updog. It's just all over the place. (laughs) I was hoping I could pull you out (laughs) on HBO DS, but you didn't go for it. It's all right. Um, (laughs) But it's back, and Kent and I are both the season in. Brian's binging through. He's catching up very quickly, and I'm proud of him for it. Trying as hard as I can. First of all, you you don't have
1: to catch up. It's one of those kind of... No, it is, but, I'm proud, I'm,
0: I'm, but I am proud of Brian. He's going all the way through and he's loving it. So I'm I'm very it's, happy.
2: It's been fantastic. I, the most recent episode I watched <laughs> was the uh was the N-word episode. So oh, okay. pretty incredible comedy. It's, no, no, I didn't yes it's me.
0: Yeah, so but the new season starts off. We won't spoil it for you, Brian, or the dear listener, but can't I we it it just he's The depths which he'll go to comedically on himself are (laughs) just completely beautiful and and uh, incredible. Incredible. Right, Kent? It was a great first episode. Can't wait to see where it goes. It was uh, was incredible.
1: I'm so glad it's
0: (laughs) that one.
1: Jimmy Kimmel's involved too in its greatness, (laughs) and uh, Leon has one of the best conversations of his time on the show. And uh, I'm just super happy. I mean, it was been gone six years, and it just came back and didn't. I mean, it's like it never, never. It's like they shot this episode right after the last one. It's amazing how consistent it is.
0: I love Leon more than I love most members of my family. <laughs> yeah. Not all, but most.
1: Leon just still chilling, just just lamping, just lamping. Get just lamping. Okay, I'm going to recommend a documentary. And this actually has to do with Richard's recommend.
2: No, you're stealing my recommend. Yeah. Oh, strong. It was strong. Uh,
1: what was it called? Long Shot? Mm hmm. It was like a 30 minute uh, documentary. And basically, this guy was uh, arrested for murder. Or, he, you know, somebody picked yeah. him out of a lineup and. Uh, he got arrested for this murder that took place, and he's like, "Y'all, I didn't do this. I didn't do this murder. I'm telling you right now." And the police are like, "Yeah, yeah, right. We're, you know, we're, you're, you're done for. We've got all this proof that you did it. The witness There was basically one eyewitness to the case that that picked him out, and it was at it was at night, and so it was very sketchy. Anyway, so they picked him out, and they said, "Yeah, this is the guy." So he ends up going uh, to jail and has this entire legal battle and trying to be cleared of this murder that he uh, didn't commit. And so basically the document where where it, where it turns crazy is they actually needed to find evidence for the case. And his alibi was, I was at a Dodger game when this took, I couldn't have possibly murdered this person because I was at a Dodger game that night and um, they had the ticket, but they're like, well, the ticket's not enough to prove that you were there. And so they actually had to go back on the, Dodger Stadium cam and f- try to find him. And then um, they actually remembered that they were filming an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that day at the Dodger game. And so th- here comes Larry David involved into this case. And I was watching this documentary <laughs> having wow, no wow, idea wow. that this was going to happen. And then Larry David shows up and talks about, yeah, we were filming there that day. We wanted it to be authentic. And so what they actually had to do with the courts was go back and look and through all that Curb Enthusiasm footage for that day to try to find out if this guy was at this baseball game so that he could be cleared of a murder. It was incredible. I had no idea this story and yeah. I'm a huge Curb fan and so that threw me for a loop and I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. This is better than any fiction. This guy's real story and, and Larry David says in the documentary, he's like, yeah, I'll tell that story at a party every year or whatever when somebody will ask me about it but I had no idea about it fascinating little 30 minute documentary that netflix put together covering mm-hmm. it and it's, it's awesome. well worth your time and it's like wow
0: unbelievable yeah. um, i actually randomly knew that story because it was in IMDb trivia imdb trivia for years oh like, yeah i, I ride in imdb trivia all the time on on shows and movies i like so for some reason i knew that story but it was so cool to see it expounded on that's a different point of view from you guys uh it's it was so cool to see it uh put into something What a what a Man, it terrifies you at the st- at the state right. of our
2: yeah. justice.
0: Uh, I'm terr- I'm have a huge phobia of being wrongfully accused. Uh, but at least they got uh, one right every night. Now- way to mix one in, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah,
1: man. I don't want to spoil it, but the just the everyone o-
0: dies. Just the Death odds. Uh, fault. The odds of
1: um, him being there on the day that they shot Curb, and then them remembering that is. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's just the, the the statistics and then him being the one that's framed and then that I mean, I can't I can't imagine being the yeah. involved in the court situation, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, Brian, you saw mm-hmm. it too. So, yeah, yeah,
2: I loved it. It's it's an awesome. And I mean, it's it's like 40 minutes long mm-hmm. and it it will take you through the kind of the gamut of emotions and it's man, it's really good. Really good. Yeah.
1: What do you recommend? Pretty
2: good. Pretty good. Pretty good. That was gonna be my weekly recommend, so I'm going to my my backup that I was gonna save for uh, for next week. I read a book. This uh, is a whoa, little off. I know, like, first time in in a while. Uh, <laughs> this is a little off brand for me. I don't really like the true crime sort of stuff that is very prevalent in society, right? think like it's just not my particular brand of, uh, of entertainment, but I stumbled across this one on, on audible. Uh, it's called the man from the train and it's written by Bill James, who is, Oh yeah. Father of sabermetrics. metrics.
0: Um, so if you're a big true crime guy too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've known him forever as a baseball writer and hadn't really paid attention to him in this, this genre. Um, I also, I don't want to give anything away it's a really really well-written book, w- really well read. Basically the premise is there was a uh there was a murder in Iowa in like I think 1912 that is a very famously unsolved murder of like a, an entire family at a house in like right outside of a town and uh Bill James basically was reading about this this event, and then later was reading about another event in another town, several hundred miles away, and felt like these two seem like the exact same, like the same person did this, and it seems like the same fits the same M O and everything. And started digging around him and his daughter, and were able to connect, literally dozens of uh, of crimes and 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 murders and whatnot to, um, and basically decided that kind of, I think, went on the theory of, like, these were all done by the same person. Now let's let's well, research that and see what we can come up with. It is, it's a fascinating read, number one. It's incredibly well-researched, which, you know, shouldn't surprise you if you know anything about Bill James. Um, but he, I mean, they really, really dig into um, every piece of, Uh, newspaper reporting or even like conjecture that they can come up with. And he does a great job of presenting. He presents everything as fact, but when it does get to a point where he said, basically said there are, there's a dozen times in the book where he basically has to say, look, I can't prove that this is exactly what happened, but I think it's logical to conclude that if you don't you know, agree with me, then that's fine. But this is what I think happened. And here's the deal. And craziest of all things, they at least, theorize that they have figured out who committed all of these murders and stuff a hundred years later. So it's, it's a really, really fascinating read and really well, but I, it's like 17 hours long and audible, but I, I flew through it in about three or four days. Cause it was just, it's very engrossing and presented incredibly well. So um, if you're into like the true crime genre, then this is definitely for you. It's one of the best I've, I've read in that uh, particular genre, but I would say, as somebody who's not really into that so much, um, I still, I loved it. So definitely give that a shot. If, uh, if that sounds at all interesting to you,
1: it sounds interesting. Appreciate the recommend. Appreciate
0: everybody being here. I didn't realize that was out yet. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. it's
1: really good. This has been a fun, fun evening on the show and looking forward to carrying this conversation over online at mad about movies on Twitter. And, uh, Send us an email. Let us know your thoughts on American made Doug Lyman, Tom Cruise, all of the above. And, uh, until next week, I think we're talking, uh, what are we, what is it? Uh, Blade, Blade Runner. Run. Yeah. yeah. Blade Runner next week. Uh, until then, Brian, where can we find you online?
2: You can find me on the Twitter at Beagle 12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter, which will be out next week. Richard, where can we find you?
0: And Brian and I have a doozy for it and some other <laughs> stuff, too. Uh, Brian, or Richard, you can find me. Brian, you can find me at Richard Bard on all social media or at MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com, MadAboutMoviesPodcast newsletter, all that good stuff. Kent, baby boy, I've yeah. been looking for you my whole life. Yeah. Where can I find you? Find me on the
1: Twitter at Kent Garrison. Find us online, MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com. Hit subscribe. Join the VIP club. Enjoy yourself this weekend, this week, and uh, we love you. And until then, until next time, we'll see you at the cinema. Bye.
0: Bye bye. Maybe I hear bye. the blues are calling toss salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya ya for salads and scrambled eggs.
1: They're calling again.